Hello there, and welcome to Bread Winning Moms with Chloe. I'm your host, Chloe Taylor Brown, and I am telling you, we have a phenomenal show hooked up and lined up and gathered for you today. We're going to be walking it out with Lucelania Sierra, global supermodel and Miss Universe Runway coach and so much more. We're also going to be hearing from Chantel Thompson, our sweet job spot correspondent. She comes on almost every Wednesday, and I know that she's going to have something really, really hot for you today. And we're going to be continuing our episode and our series on dating your job. Let me tell you something. I met our guest today, Lucelania Sierra in Milan, Italy years ago. And it is so amazing to me how a woman such as Lou can continue day after day, week after week, month, year after year to be even more fabulous than when I met her all those years ago. Well, we're going to come back to Lou uh, in just a little while, but I want to talk to uh, Chantel Thompson and find out what she's been up to and what she has for us today. Chantel Thompson, how are you doing today, darling? Hello. Hello, Chantel. How are you doing today? Hello. Chantel? Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can hear me. They usually ask, just to let you know, they usually say I have to like, hit like pound or star zero or something um, when to call in. Yes. And it didn't ask. It didn't ask me that this time, so I wasn't sure if you were. Well, that's okay because we are live and we are definitely going to be walking it out with Lucelania Sierra, our global supermodel, and we're walking it out with you too today. You are here with us and thanks for sharing that. So if you are calling in today and you'd like to speak with us or connect, please hit or press the number one on your phone, on your keypad, on your phone to talk to us today. So Chantel, what have you been up to and what's going on with Sweet Job Spot? Um, well, I've been I've been um, seeing a lot of a lot of people when it comes to Sweet Job Spot. I've been running around in the tech space, you know, that's one of those things I, I really enjoy. And um, you know, we've been talking a little bit lately about dating your job and how you can choose which job you want based on certain feelings and emotions and and experiences that you've had in the past as well as current experiences and how to kind of rekindle a job that you maybe maybe once loved but haven't been so in love with lately. Well, you know what? That kind of reminds me of me where I am now. I am rekindling something that I once loved and and uh, for I never thought I'd be back, but I am really enjoying since January of stepping back into modeling a different way than before, but nevertheless, I'm stepping back into it. So what do you have to share with us about maybe going back to something that you love? Do you date it all over again? <laughs> yeah, we often do go back to the things that we love um, or the things that we know. So. I think the most important thing is when you're when you're job hunting and you're going back to something, um, 
definitely think about, is it something that you love to do or is it just something you know how to do? Because we can always do something that, well, I know how to do it, but you want to go back and, and really enjoy it. You want to bring a new perspective. If you think about, let's say, for example, um, you've gone out, like for yourself, you've gone out and you've, you've gotten away from the modeling world for a while. So when you go back in, you bring in a new, fresh perspective. It's, there's all these new things happening in the world that you don't, you that weren't happening when you were modeling probably before. And um, the scenery has changed, the, the op- opportunities may have changed, even though fundamentally it's still the same thing. But you can bring to the table with you a curiosity as to what's going on now in this industry after I've left it for such a long time. What are the hot things? What are the new trends? If you're doing something like software, what's the new software that everybody's talking about? Um, You might have some experience that translates a little older, but if you really want to advance or, or just, Simply keep up with the pace. It's always good to um, update your skills, get refreshed. Well, so when you're talking about the new technology, that's a very interesting concept to me because I try to keep up with what's going on. And, you know, I have these children uh, that are heavily into technology and they keep me abreast. And sometimes I'm teaching them things. So what do you Mm -hmm. say for working women and women business owners and breadwinning moms, is there anything particular that we should be doing now to keep ourselves fresh and update with this new technology that you're talking about? Well, uh, yeah, I mean, you can do a lot to keep up with the new technology. Um, One of the things in in terms of, especially when it comes to dating your job, uh, in terms of going to networking events, you know, I'm a big proponent of networking, but there's a lot of, freebie and or very inexpensive events around that can teach you just one new skill. For example, there's a a company that's worldwide, and it's called General Assembly, so I'm giving them a little plug. They they do training courses, but they also have short informational sessions. Let's say you go for a couple of hours after work and you learn about some new technology that's coming up. It'll give you the opportunity to at least, maybe you don't get the hands-on, but you do get abreast of what is going on. And then you can decide, hey, do do I want to go down that route? Would that improve my relationship with my company? Because that's what you're trying to do, right? If you're dating your job and you're thinking you want to make a commitment or you're in a committed relationship with your company right now, how can you improve or strengthen that relationship and going to networking events, getting some information that you can take back to your company is always good. So, Chantel, you, do you find that women are more hesitant to learn new technology than men, or is it kind of the same? It just does it depend on a certain age or a certain region uh, with all the new technology? Who's jumping right into it and taking it head on and learning what we need to learn? Well, um, when it comes to bringing stuff to market, um, the tech space is still mostly um, white men, <laughs> and it's a it's an interesting space. I 
I think it's a combination of things. It, I don't think that women are less interested in it or less um, attracted to it. I just think um, they already have kind of a little bit of affiliation with it through past experiences, and so they can go forward in it a little easier. Also, I find younger people are much more acclimated to it and much, and it's not so new and different for them. I mean, there are people who grew up now that are um, in their teens and 20s that never lived without the Internet. Um, <laughs> but I remember living without the Internet, and I remember living without emails and all those types of access points. So if you really think about it, it, it really depends on how open you can be and how willing you're, you are to be when it comes to risk because all these new technologies are great, but only some of them are going to survive. So when you, a lot of times what people do is they wait it out to see which ones make it, and then that's the one you learn. <laughs> so that's one good way to do it. Say, okay, uh, there's, there's all these new web-based platforms out there. There's WordPress. Learn new things. And Chantel, I find that I, I jump into uh, got new programs, and now I'm doing this voice writing. Um, what do you think about that as far as women finding the different types of apps, applications, and programs that resonated with them, particularly of what they're doing and what they want to accomplish in their lives? Um, yeah, well, when it comes to applications, things that resonate with you, one good thing to look out for is to try to find a community of people that use the application. So when you come up with questions, you're able to get some answers or some feedback. Um, I've noticed that in the tech space or, you know, other spaces as well. Whatever you're doing, you want to get kind of the feed on how the community is doing that as well. Don't try to just go solo because once you run into a hiccup, you do tend to get stuck and then you might want to quit it and give up. So when you go online, look for communities that do whatever it is you do technically, whether it be, um, like you said, the voice, what did you call it, the voice? Well, it's voice recognition, so I can speak and it just kind of types for me. If you're, you don't feel like using your fingers, you just speak. And when you get, so I love it because it's, it's fun. It's really interesting, and it keeps me on my toes. Yeah, that's end. actually good. That's an excellent tool to use the voice Are you recognition. Saying, I think the voice recognition is an excellent tool. Um, it gives you the opportunity to move around when you're when you're thinking of things. Some people don't want to sit and type everything out. They want to walk around. <laughs> so that's really good. Well, well, this is really exciting, Chantel. Can you give us two or three tips on what to look out for, for as on this series that we've been doing for the last and Hello? Can you hear me? 
easier to get one when you already have one. So that was just a classic. I'm keeping that. Do you have any tips that you'd like to leave with us and all the breadwinning moms, working women, and women business owners today? Uh, yes. Uh, my tips are to always stay fresh and always stay excited about what you're doing and who you're working with. Get to know, you know, refresh your relationship. If you think of, if you think of say, dating, right, which we've been talking about this whole time, dating your job, remember to keep everything fresh when you're trying to go back. Don't get into the routine of, oh, I do this because, um, well, I just cut and paste some information over here, and I, I just, you know, I do the bare minimum just to keep it going. Just think about it in a new way. Think about going to some of these events to to learn a new technology. Like I said, there are classes that are less than 50 bucks that you can go out to. Not only can you learn a new technology, but you might make a few contacts there. Um, and, like, refresh yourself and rethink about it. Like, it's a, a new relationship. Be inspired. They ask questions about what you're doing and why you're doing it just to get a better edge on what's going on in the tempo of your of your job or your career. Well, Chantel Thompson of Sweet Job Spot, this is you always have some really series exciting and it puts a new Um, about what's going on a person and also to run in heels. We are actually going to be going live with my girl, Lucelania. And you know what? I have a number that's popped up and I'm not sure if if that is Lou's number or not, but I'm going to just open up this line and see if this is Lou. And anyone on the spot, people who are wanting to talk even before we get started. So let's just see if I can find Lou. Hello. Well, an update now on some other stories we're following today. Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson said today he's asking lawmakers in that state to recall the state's religious freedom law so the changes can be made to the bill before he. Chloe, did I open up the wrong number? Passed the bill yesterday and like in Indiana. Play a song, and then we'll come right back. Girl, I didn't know you could be down like that. 
Hello. Hey, you, I've been hello? switching. You switched. Hello, Lou. Yes, it is. Hello. Hello, it's Lou Sierra. Lou, this is Chloe. I didn't yes. give you a proper introduction. I'm so switched up. There's so many lights that are on that's wanted to connect. Hello. Hello. Of the top fashion house. Chloe, I hope you can hear me. I'm having a very bad Around the globe. Excuse Hello, me? can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, great. I'm I'm having a problem hearing you though. Okay. Well I'll let me see best. what Okay, let me see what's going on. Let me turn my speaker up just a little bit. Is that better? I can hear you. You were just breaking up. Hello. Hello? I'm here. Are you? Okay. I can hear you now. I'm so yes. honored to be on your show. Thank you, Lou. Okay. I was going to do this fabulous for you but we're gonna get to it okay I know that you're I know that you're running in from somewhere because you are always jet setting whether it's China or Europe or South <laughs> America <laughs> where are you where are you coming from now you just got <laughs> out the plane from somewhere it's not nearly as glamorous this time it's Mississippi um, working with some of the Miss America ladies but they have just formally announced the Miss USA pageant will be July 12th in New Orleans. So all the misses are very, very excited. And now we have a date. So everyone is getting it together for the next Miss USA pageant. Lou, this is extraordinary to me that you're doing this. And you never stop. You have never stopped since I met you in Milan, Italy in the mid-80s. That's and right. <laughs> Can you share, Lou, will you please share with the listeners of the Breadwinning Moms with Chloe? And by the way, if you'd like to call in to speak with Lou or to share a comment or ask a question, you can call us at 347-884-9229. Lou, when I think about that first encounter that we had, I can remember yes. it so very clearly. Will you yes. share that with the audience, please? Well, Chloe and I did not know each other, and I, I'm not sure if it was Kritia. For some reason, Kritia, I know that's where you and I made a statement when we, when we became friends and modeled um, probably the most. But um, just running into girls you don't know, you know there's a competitive nature there that we know they may only use one of us. But I think you and I just had a chemistry from the very beginning and just grew into a great friendship where that's very rare in our industry. You and I could meet at castings or meet afterward or even share a casting information. And that's just unheard of when it comes to African-American models um, in foreign countries. So I just, I'm just so grateful that God brought you in my life. You are doing so exceptionally well, which is maybe one of those things we had in common. We knew we were meant for more than just fashion. So often people in the entertainment industry do not have a business sense as well. 
So I think that's um, one of the things we had in common. You know what impressed me so much about you when I first met you? You left out a little bit of that story. Uh, I was uh, had been living in Milan and I decided I was going to come back to America and start a business and model and have babies and still be married. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were crazy so, then too, but you did it. <laughs> yes, I was. But... Um, so that was my first season coming back after not living there. And I was staying in a hotel and I had this room by myself. And in the middle of the night, I get this phone call and they say, your roommate has arrived. And I said, roommate, I don't have a roommate. And so I hung <laughs> the phone up and went back to sleep. And they called back and they said, yes, your roommate is here. And I just ignored it. And it was the very next day we were at a casting and I think they called my name and they, <laughs> you said, you, you're Chloe. You didn't let me in the room last night. I had just gotten in from New York. That was so funny. But you know what was so amazing about it? You were truly annoyed, but the whole time you had this beautiful smile on your face and your eyes were so bright and wide. And how could you not just love happy. you for the <laughs> <laughs> I was happy to be there, Chloe. I I think when people often say, what is the secret to success? Gratitude. I find that the people who are the most successful, which equals to me the happiest, not always the, the wealthiest, um, not always the thinnest or the most attractive, but they are the happiest because they are truly grateful for what they have. That That is the key. And I was so happy to be in Milan. I never thought that I would make it that far. And um, there I was working with the likes of girls like you. So, um, yes, I was bright eyed and bushy tailed and happy to be there. You were. And we I had a wonderful time uh, that whole season. I think that was my favorite season of all connecting with you and all the girls that I met there. And and so. I was very naive, so I never really knew that there was this competitiveness. I just went on about my business and wow. walked down the streets of Milan <laughs> and did what I did. And, and uh, you know, people may have been competing, but I just kind of lived my life. And as you said, it wasn't the most important thing to me, although I was very grateful and I loved it. But going back to what I was saying, Lou, and getting to know you on that season, I knew that you were cut out to do what you're doing now because you talked so fondly and so adoringly about one of your earlier mentors, uh, Mrs. Doyle. Mm -hmm. You know who I'm talking about? Yes, Miss Don Doyle. She owned and ran John Robert Powers Finishing School. At that time, that's what it was called, um, which, by the way, has nothing to do with the John Robert Powers now. I don't want anyone to even think they are um, remotely the same because John Robert Powers has franchised and they are not they are not any longer under one supervisor so that everything is controlled. But yes, at that time Miss Doyle was one of my um number one supporters and will always be a mentor. Absolutely. And you loved everything that she taught you and every, it, you know, it was just your body language 
it wasn't the body language of a model because of course you have that, you are Miss Parisian when it comes to that, but it was something even more. It was a confidence and a style. Thank you. I think it's ironic that at the age of 15, I asked to teach at this finishing school, and we had an agreement that I could not let the women who I was teaching know how old I was. I was teaching women in their 20s and 30s, and they had no idea. And because of that background in teaching, I know how to break apart a term. I know how to to really help you which has lent now to what I have recreated um, for myself and my company. And may I just piggyback on your last, um, your last call, your last person you were speaking to. She was awesome. I would just like to say for those women out there who have, um, who have now been laid off or find themselves unhappy in the job they are in, find what you love. Do not look for the finances. Find what you love. Start small. Take a room in your home dedicated to your office. And don't look for the money because when you love it, you are going to be exceptionally well at it. When you are good at it, the money will come. And there's no better feeling than to love what you do on a daily basis. So I just I, I was listening to the um, last expert you had on, and I just really wanted to piggyback that. Thank you so much. I believe that too. And I live by that, you know, mm -hmm. doing what I love. You know, when I decided that I was going to stop modeling the first time, I decided that I was going to create this business, Jade International. And I had all this money and all these ideas, but I didn't know anything about business. And as a result, that business lasted for three years. And I remember uh, you were really very influential because at the time that we met, I was sharing that with you and yeah. you critiqued it and you gave me some really great advice. And so that didn't last because I didn't have the mindset of a businesswoman. So if you're talking about a person who has resources, it could be money, it could be their skills, it could be their network. How do you have advice them to aggregate and bring all of this together in that one room? Take a class. Do not have such an ego to think you cannot learn something. I have so many friends who have started companies and they may know something about the entertainment. They may know um, how to make a product but they do not know the business end. And very often they will allow people to come in and handle the business and find themselves bankrupt in a short amount of time. I may not do my taxes, but I know what my tax person should be doing. I do do my own bookkeeping. I do not let anyone sign a check for my company that has not passed by my desk first. And I took classes. There are so many free classes, even the home I live in. Moving to New York, not knowing the difference between a condo and a co-op, because we always owned our home, I said, I got to know the difference. And when I found out the difference, I said, there is just no way I'm going to invest my hard-earned money in a co-op where a co-op board then has to decide on who's going to rent it, who's going to own it. So I took a free class, and in that class, there was a major bank there saying they had to give X amount 
of thousands of dollars back to the community I lived in. And anyone with an address and self-employed could get half off any property in the area I was looking to buy. But all that came from researching in a free class. Go online, Google, know, know if there's a market for what you want to sell if it's a product. I, no matter how you may be a fabulous feather hat designer, if there is no market for only hats out of feathers, let's think broader and put it under a larger umbrella. So take some classes, find out everything there is to know, and yes, networking absolutely is important. But I'd rather you know more about it than you finding others that do. I like that, networking and taking the classes. I find, Lou, that a lot of people feel that after they've gone to school or graduated from whether it's high school or they have five PhDs or they feel like they never have to learn anything else. And so, as you heard from Chantel, the first person on the call, things are changing and shifting. So if we're going to be playing a bigger game and doing different things that we've never done before, we have to take the class. We have to learn. We have to get in there and just pretty much get in where you fit in and go up from there. Yes, so and I, I want to worth Mm -hmm. When it comes to social media, I actually had to hire a young person, and she has really got my social media together. Because women of our age, you know, I don't want people to know where I'm going to be. I don't want to know this. I don't want this, you know. But she has hooked it up on my phone where with one press of a button, I can do Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter with one button. That's okay. Oh, that's, that's easy enough. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, Lou, I think the last time I saw you for just recently, I've been so proud of you because I've seen you on social media and I'm so happy because it did take you a while, but you've got it now, girl. So keep going. Yes. Keep pressing that one button. <laughs> Absolutely. What was the last big fashion show that you've done recently? Well, not unlike yourself. Um, well, you kind of took a, a hiatus. I've never stopped modeling. I'm still in model management, and I was invited back to Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week um, by B. Michael, and I am proud to say I made the uh, back cover of the Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week book with all the designers, and I am the only model of color and very excited um, being in my 50s now that I can make a cover of such a, a, an awesome, awesome, awesome um, fashion book. So B. Michael brought me back. Um, there were other designers as well, but that was the main one I did uh, for Fashion Week a couple of weeks ago. And I'm off to Germany next month for the Hoffman House show. That's a big department store there. They've been using me for about 15 years now. The uh, last show I did, I opened in a, two, I think it was $2.5 million bikini, um, diamonds. Yeah, very oh. Victoria's Secret-like, yeah. So I was honored that they wanted to put it on this old chick's body. But uh, I did what I do when I do what I do. So, uh, <laughs> it, was, it was good. Feel free to use that. <laughs> yeah. I did what I do. I did what I did when I do what I do. Uh-huh. Well, the way you would say it to someone is, babe, I'm about to do what I do when I do what I do. 
Okay, babe, y'all about to do what I do. <laughs> when I do what I do. <laughs> this is amazing. So you finally made it to 50. Congratulations. Thank you. Yay. Yes. Can you please, um, I want you to please share some of your beauty secrets. You must, it's anti-aging now. They're not beauty secrets. It's really, you look no more than five years older than when I met you in the 80s. Oh, and you so, are kind. Thank you. No, I'm you know being what, truthful. Chloe, there, there, there are some basic things that you can't get around and you may want to fight them. Rest. Rest is very important. I, I don't have a big nightlife. Thing going on. I really like to be in bed at 8.30 and sleep at 9, but I find getting up at 4.30 in the morning, I get to the gym 5 to 5.30. I'm answering international emails because most of my work is out of the country by 6 a.m. So rest is very important. De-stressing your life. Now, I know that is not as easy as it sounds, and honestly, I have actually been to the hospital because of stress which is where I learned the most important thing. You must learn to de-stress your life. There are no um, pockets in a coffin. So you working yourself to death or letting anyone worry you to the point that it caused you ill health is just not worth it. Gratitude. I, gr I wake up every morning and state what I'm happy for before my feet touch the ground. And I might say something that sounds silly to other people. I'm happy to have a home. I'm happy to have a job I love. I'm happy to have both of my parents here. I'm happy I get to uplift young people. But those are just some of the key things. Yes, eating properly. I don't drink. I drink loads of water. Um, I prefer to walk than take a bus. Um, you know, just some basic things. I take vitamin supplements, vitamin D, knowing what your body needs. I don't believe in a multivitamin because I don't need the vitamin B. I'm hyper enough. So just knowing your body and giving it what it needs and then, you know, being on top of it. Because we all know as a woman, things change. Whether you like them to or not, there are things changing. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, they, they're changing. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but, but fortunately, for so many women who know how to take care of themselves, change comes about a little slower. And yes. also yes. for the change that do come, you embrace them yes. and you yes. love them and you speak fondly of them. You don't talk badly about yourself. Yes. Yes. And if you and and if we really get it, we learn we learn life lessons along the way. And I think it helps in your beauty. There is nothing more attractive than a woman who is happy with herself. No matter what size, no matter what skin color, no matter what hair texture, when you are truly happy with yourself, it is so sexy and appealing to everyone when you walk in the room. And that's just something you can see, that there's something that can never replace confidence. And that's feeling great and learning to live. That's it. It's beautiful. Um, I wrote a book a few years ago called Getting Ready Chloe Style, and it's all about perfecting your authentic image. And it's a lot of what I 
learn studying fashion and but in college and and then being a model and then sharing with young women and girls but um, I wrote, you can have everything going for yourself. Other people could think you're the smartest, funniest, most beautiful woman in the world, but that's not worth a penny with a hole in it if you're not in alignment with how you think and how you feel about what you think and about your looks. So we've got to think, you know, but if you think, you've seen people that Traditionally, you wouldn't think that they were attractive, but because they feel so wonderful about themselves and they're so confident, yes. they are so beautiful. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. And I, I've never found that to be um, as true as the girls I work with now um, in the in the beauty pageant arena and the modeling um, for your listening audience who may still be a little confused as to who I am. Kim Kardashian. I was on the Kardashians. I am the runway coach that Kim Kardashian called to train Kendall. And I'm so proud of her. Her modeling career is doing extraordinary. And she's just flying off the charts. She's doing everybody's show and rightly so. Um, Has nothing to do with her last name. She really is an awesome model. But it's all about self-esteem and in the pageant arena you have a very short amount of time to to make those judges believe that you are qualified for this job because winning a pageant is is interviewing for a job they are interviewing to be Miss Universe and the job description says lifts self-esteem in other women and if you don't have high self-esteem yourself, that's not possible. It's just not possible. I love it. If you're just joining us, you're listening to Breadwinning Moms with Chloe. I'm your host, Chloe Taylor-Brown, and we're talking to the fabulous Lou Celania Sierra. She is a global supermodel, and she's the runway coach for Miss USA, Miss Universe, and she is still walking, strutting, and running down the runway herself. Lou, do you still have as much energy as you had a year ago? (laughs) I have more. I have more now because I found the secret. The more rest I got, the more energy I got, and just taking care of myself and eating, and there's so much fruits and vegetables in my life, Uh, apples and oranges and blueberries in the morning and mangoes for a snack at night as opposed to ice cream and and things of that nature. Jade, I would like to share something though. Have you seen recently the um, the thing that is um, on everybody's lips? She was just interviewed on the Today Show, I think it was, or Good Morning America a couple of days ago. The new Miss Japan universe is half black American. Oh, wow, I didn't see that. Yes, and she's been asked by um, much of the Japanese community to step down because they don't feel as if she's Japanese enough. Okay, and wait, I, wait. Yeah. <laughs> well, I okay, she's Japanese. Yeah, she okay, I need to find there. out more about her. She was oh, born in Japan. Beautiful. Yep, she was born there. And her father is um, African-American. Her mother's Japanese. She was born there, raised there, speaks fluent Japanese. And and to watch her and Chloe, I think you might find interesting, 
Um, as of two years ago, I cannot speak for this year, but as of two years ago, the runway coach for Japan Universe was a model that you and I both know. Who is that? Her name was Jade. She modeled with us in Italy. Jade, I don't. Re I only remember my Jade, my daughter. Yeah, <laughs> if you if you look her up, yep, she was South African. She did a lot of fashion shows with us in Milan. She was the runway coach as of two years ago. Now, again, I can't speak for this year or last year, um, mm -hmm. but before that, it was Jade. But um, yes, Miss Japan Universe is a woman of color and extraordinary. It just, uh, just extraordinary. I love to hear her speak Japanese. <laughs> what I'd like to ask you, I know that Donald Trump, the Donald, mm -hmm. loves what you're doing. How did this marriage of you and Donald Trump with you coming in to do this extraordinary, exceptional training, how did this happen? Well, um, they needed someone who could make the girls look like top models in a short amount of time. And before me, they had Jay Alexander um, from America's Next Top Model. He would come in and do a seminar. Um, but again, I know how to break it down and, and tell you, make a letter T, turn your shoulder this way. I have modeled for the best of the best from Yves Saint Laurent to Givenchy to Ungaro. And I'm a woman who can, who can demonstrate, not only demonstrate, but explain the feminine side, the sexy side, the flirtatious side, and help you to get that. So Mr. Trump put out feelers and said, I just need someone who can make these girls look like models in a very short amount of time. Because quite honestly, I may only have two hours a day with 89 girls. They have to learn three dance numbers because they have to dance live on television. And rhythm is not something you can teach. So I mm -hmm. often get girls, yeah, I often get girls who don't want to listen to me, who don't trust me. They've won their country. Why would they trust me? But if they take the time to Google me, if they, on first sight, when they see me, they'll say, okay, this person looks like maybe I should listen to them. And then I win them over. And the good news is, as I tell the girls, I only need one of you. So if uh, most of you want to act crazy, that's all right, because I only need one of you. Wow. But that's how, that's how we came to be. Well, tell me this. How much fun do you have doing this? I know that you love it, but how much fun is it for you? Because I've seen all these photographs and videos and you're in one country or you're just all over the place and it must be hard work. Chloe, I got to tell you the truth. It's it's 90 percent hard work, 5 percent work and 5 percent fun. It, it's really being on call because we do a live TV show. So there are production meetings at the end of the day because something didn't look right. I'm, you know, met with girls, like I said, who have resistance. They don't, all, all the girls don't welcome me with open arms. Um, you know, I can get um, spoken to if a girl does something incorrectly. Like, are you telling her not to do that? Yes, I am. She's not listening to me. Um, there are long, long, long days. I am very often given girls, I have girls who've never worn heels, Chloe, who've won Miss Universe. 
And they that's because you train them. Yeah, and, and I have, and it's not like, like I said, I may only get two hours with 89 girls. I don't get the time to hold her by the hand and, and lift her self-esteem and stroke her ego and tell her she can do it and put her feet here and things of that nature. So, you know, I do the best I can do, and it's hard work because it's a live TV show, and sometimes we're less than 10 days there with maybe me having the girls two hours a day. Um, I, let's just say I'm extremely grateful that I get to use the talents that God has blessed me with. I'm extremely grateful that all my years of traveling with modeling has taught me how to be organized, how to be comfortable in airports and planes, because I'm still on so many. And I'm grateful I'm still seeing parts of the world that I've never seen. For instance, Miss Universe was in Russia year before last, and I'd never been to Russia. So that was extremely exciting. So there are a couple of places still left on my bucket list. <laughs> I'll call so you, you when we get them. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Lou, you're going to be coming to Georgia, not Atlanta, Georgia, um, mm -hmm. very soon. Can you talk yeah. about that, what you're going to be doing? Yes, I come there very often. I'm at a store called Lasting Impression, which is one of the most incredible um, formal wear stores. And he has dressed most of Miss America's and the Miss USA winners from your area, Georgia, Alabama. The name of the store is Lasting Impressions. And he brings me in to work with the ladies. And I work with pageant girls, but I'm doing a lot more young ladies who want to know how to take the best photo for prom, how to get in and out of the limo, um, um, social graces. We sit down and talk about the difference between the salad fork and the dinner fork and the wine glass and the water glass. We talk about what dresses best for their body, how to put on makeup, things of that nature. So I'll be back there the second week of May. Again, he's in Columbus, Georgia, and the name of the store is Lasting Impression. If you go online and just see, he, he's just incredible. He really is an awesome, awesome store um, to go to. Well, he must be very awesome and progressive if he's, if he's going to be bringing the Lucelania Sierra into. <laughs> to, <laughs> well, I love your name, too. Tell us about your name and how your mom and dad chose that for you. They tell you that story? Well, you know what? It's really funny that I, it's Puerto Rican, Lucelania. It's one name, Lucelania, and it's um, Puerto Rican. And when I had the opportunity to visit Puerto Rico, I thought my name was such big stuff. You know, I'm going around, yeah, hola, como esta, I'm Lucelania. And one of my cousins went, okay, her name, that girl over there is Lucelania. That girl, her name, Lucelania. <laughs> I was like, oh. She literally pointed out three Lucelanias right in the little market area we were at. So it's a very common name in Puerto Rico, but my father is a Puerto Rican and my mother's American Indian and black American. So hence the name Lucelania Sierra. She is not happy with the nickname Lou that the modeling industry um, gave me. Uh, you cannot call me at home and ask to speak to Lou. She won't let you speak to me, but I am known in the fashion world as Lou, primarily because they couldn't say Lucelania. <laughs> I know. It's, <laughs> it's amazing to me that the names that they call you are uh, when you're in, starting out internationally in Europe and how they kind of 
Yes, but in Italy, it was Luciania. I loved it in Italy when we were working together. It was Luciania. Did they change your name? How was your name pronounced in Italian? Well, it's just Chloe. (laughs) Chloe, okay. (laughs) Chloe, darling. All right, okay, all right. We were having a lot of fun. Could you share with us, you know, we've gone through some things. Life is wonderful and we have gone through some things. And, you know, people ask me, how are you able to smile when you've gone through certain things? And I know that you have. What what is it with you that keeps this? By the way, I'm looking at some of your photographs. I feel like we're here in the room together. But (laughs) what is it or how do you get through the most challenging events or times in your life in the past? Chloe, this is so easy for me. And if you had asked me this question nine years ago, I wouldn't have had an answer. Well, you wouldn't have asked me because I was struggling to get through things. But now it's very simple, Christ. It's, it's one word and there is no other. When, when I really started to study the Bible and realized that God wanted nothing but joy for me, I was in awe. Because when I grew up in my mother's church, if you asked someone how they were doing, everyone was always, oh, the devil got me by the throat, the devil (laughs) on my neck. You know, and I thought, well, who wants to be a Christian? (laughs) But when I took some time and got in a Bible-based church and realized that God wants nothing but for me to be happy, and everything is set up for me to win if I truly, truly let go and let him. And that means I can't worry about it. That means I can't go to bed thinking about it. That means I can't jump up in the morning thinking about it. I I tell him what I want because that's what we are to do. But then I say, Father, have your way. Your will be done. And when I read the scripture that says I am to find joy through my trials, I was like, you people have lost your mind. How do you do that? (laughs) When I went through a a very, very tough time, there have been several, but probably the most recent, which was life-changing for me, was a divorce. And I had waited for a very long time to get married. Um, So this really came as a really, it was just everything, not to mention it, it hit your ego. You know, I can't believe this is happening. I can't believe. Um, But when I released and I truly sought God, and, and I get up and I leave things, as they say, at the foot of the cross. And I say, Father, you said that you would never give me more than I could handle. Nothing would you give me that I can't do with, with, with your help. I cannot do. So it, it's very, very, very simple to me. When, when you really study out the Bible, everything you need is there. And, and may I just say one other thing? It's sure. not important that we find that quiet time that people say, find every day that you can do this, um, find a group of people. No, it is important that you have a relationship with Christ. I talk to him on a daily basis all day. When do I really talk to him? When I know the enemy is hard at approach. I love to talk to God the most when I know the enemy and I'll do things, um, If something's not going my way, I'll say, okay, so the enemy wants to play today, let's play. The first person I see, I'm going to encourage them. The first person I see, I'm going to tell them how beautiful they look. The first, and then I take it off me 
and I feel so good because I've encouraged others. And that really makes the enemy upset when you, when you have the nerve to, to, to find joy in helping others when they're trying to make you feel bad. So um, the easiest thing I can say is truly study out the Bible and know that God loves you and he wants you. He wants you to be happy. You know, it's, I love what you just said, by the way, all of that. But I find it ironic because to me, when I very first met you, you talked about these things in your 20s. I don't know if yeah. you remember that or not. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've always. Oh, no, I came from a Bible base. I told you. I grew up with, with family that taught me to dream. They said, put verbs in your, in your sentences so there's action but I've always dreamed, and I was business before I was a model. I've never owned Chanel or Gucci. I wanted to buy my first piece of property. I wanted to buy another piece of property. Me buying um, the red bottom shoes, which, by the way, I still don't own a pair, is not that important to me, but I now have two companies to my name. So I love yeah. this, Lou. Now, you you've got me going here because... I think that you were talking about, I'm saying that when you were in your 20s, you spoke about your relationship to God and mm -hmm. you, you taught me some things and you were sharing some things and also about what you wanted to do. And so, yes, the vision and your relationship, it just seems to have just worked out even bigger than what you ex what you expected, but you expected something really grand. So I'm so excited for you and so very happy for all that you're doing for yourself. And I love that, that when you go out, you're encouraging other people and telling them how fabulous, how beautiful they are and finding something wonderful for people. Yes, that's what we need more of. I also want to uh, publicly thank you when I went through a very, very challenging time in my life, and I've spoken about this, and I'm, I can smile about it when I speak about it. And your mom taught me some things. When my son Justin died, um, we spoke on the phone, but yeah. not very much. And you said, I am calling my mother to call you. And your mom called me, and it was an extraordinary hand that she extended to me. I couldn't understand because she had experienced something similar. And mm -hmm. we talked about mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. uh, you lost a brother. But yeah. your mom was talking to me from the perspective of mother to mother and losing yeah. a child, a son. Yeah. Yeah. And what I, what I loved most, I couldn't understand stand it at the time. But what I loved most is that your mother smiled and she talked so peacefully. And I couldn't understand how she could be at peace and be happy. Yeah. Yes. I understand that now, of course, but your mom played such an amazing, impactful part in my transition from grief and tragedy to triumph. And I want to thank you for that. And of course, I've told your mom several times. <laughs> yeah, she's awesome that way. She really is. Isn't it funny how as young women, we don't want to listen too often to moms? I think that's because we're looking for womanhood ourselves. And we don't want a woman to tell us how to be a woman. Then you get a certain age and you kind of go, all right, you know what? Maybe she was right. Okay, maybe she was right. Then you realize there's a whole lot of stuff that moms are right about. 
And in the meantime, you have a friend that your daughter may listen to, because I remember some of the things that I was saying to my daughter, Jade, she wouldn't listen. And the moment that she met you, <laughs> and what, two hours, she became a model. You taught her how to become a model, <laughs> two hours. And I love the way that you did it. It was so subtle. And as a result of that work that you did with her in a couple of hours, she got, you know, photographed with you on the runway. And I think that was her. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that amazing? That was for That's she by Sheree. Really, really. But in her defense, a young lady will listen to someone else before she listens to her mother. It's not me personally. I, I thank you for that. But I am telling you that we were the same way. We, we don't want to admit it, and we may not even remember it. But if someone else said something, even if our mother had said it, sit up straight, sit up straight, sit up straight, the minute someone else would say it, we would say, okay, let me sit up straight. <laughs> <laughs> well, she got that, and she speaks of that time very fondly with you. I know that you have given some, some really great tips, and especially for anti-aging, because you're so beautiful. Do you ever go on diets or not eat because you may gain two pounds? How do you keep oh, your no. beautiful I don't, line? I don't, believe, I don't believe in the word diet. I, I truly, truly don't. The definition of diet to me means I'm going to stop eating something, and the minute I lose the weight, I'm going to eat it again. That's just not logical in my brain. There, there are times where people often say, but Lou, come on, do this. But I'll have cheesecakes. I had cheesecake the other night for dinner. I'll give you a quick example. To go to dinner with a group of people and they eat cornbread and I don't. They order macaroni and cheese and I get string beans and collard greens. I order a club soda with lime. They order sweet tea. There's going to be a difference in the calorie count. It's a way of living. It's a lifestyle. It is a lifestyle. Are you still with me, Lou? I'm not sure what happened to Lou, but what we're talking about is the lifestyle of living and being your best self and speaking loving words to yourself about yourself. Stop speaking negatively about your body, about your goals. If you don't have any goals, please set an intention. What do you want for your life? What are you trying to accomplish? It's not about being uh, six feet tall like Lou and thin and a global supermodel. It's about being your best self in your life for who you are choosing to be and for who you're choosing to become. But you've got to be intentional about it. We want you to set goals. Every woman has her runway stride if she practices on it. Get your line together. Hold yourself up erect and check out your poise and your posture. Speak on purpose and with a big smile and bright eyes as Lou does and, and what she's training the, the young women and girls to do. Get into your own groove and be your best fabulous self. I don't know what happened to Lou. I think I, her call dropped and she's gone. Maybe she'll call back in. 
um, and so we can say a proper uh, goodbye to her. But this has been a wonderful, wonderful show. I'm very excited about it. It was such a treat for me to speak with Lucelania Sierra, my girl, the runway diva, the global supermodel, and most importantly, she is a global mentor and coach. And just go ahead and say it too, a diva. But she wouldn't say that. She is extraordinary and I love her so much. She's such a sweet person and she's so fun. She's always so very positive. And I want you to check her out at lucierra.com. Her website is l-u-s-i-e-r-r-a.com. Check her out. And if you have girls that you're working with, you can give Lou a call or send her an email through her website. You can also give me a call or send me an email through breadwinningmomswithchloe.com. Or you can do that to chloetaylorbrown.com. We have our Girl Swag Initiative, and it's all about elevating the lives of young women and girls, middle school through college. I'm going to really, really, really love seeing Lou when she comes to Georgia. I think I'm going to surprise her and go um, see if we can have dinner together. You know, I want to let you know that we're here every Wednesday. We're here every Wednesday at two o'clock, and I would love for you to share this podcast with your friends and young women and girls around the world to elevate themselves. But until next time, you can always connect with me at Chloe at ChloeTaylorBrown.com. And you can also check me out again, as I said, on BreadWinningMoms.com and ChloeTaylorBrown.com. You can check me out on social media, and that is Chloe Taylor Brown on Facebook. That's Chloe Taylor Brown on Twitter. That's Chloe Taylor Brown on LinkedIn. Chloe Taylor Brown Pinterest, and it is at Chloe T. Brown on Twitter. Tweet me and let's connect. Thank you so very much. And until next week, have an awesome, awesome week. Goodbye for now.